First mate Simon, it is I, Blackbeard, you know, from the deck. Aye, Captain. It's windy. I can't hold on. Sorry? Put up the mainsail. That's my, that's what I say, that's mine. I'll, I'll put up the mainsail. <laughs> Be safe. Do you have a proper union representative? No. Well, then I'd better do it. I demand parley with down, the captain. Down you come. Here. Oh, hello. Ah, there you go. Pardon me. Oh, it's windy up here. Simon. <laughs> That's your pirate name, right? <laughs> they Look call out. me Simon the Sea Legs. Oh, oh they do. <laughs> and yeah. And I'm Blackbeard because. Ben the Blackbeard. I'm black and I have a beard. <laughs> That's how it is. We trade bananas on the seven seas. Yes, but like badasses. Like we fire them out of cannons at people and hope they give us money. It's like Donkey Kong with pirate ship. <laughs> we don't make a lot of money. Here comes the mainsail, Simon. Oh, ow! <laughs> Are you okay? You landed on my head. I did. I haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? Remember to buy Assassin's Creed 4 uh, Black Flag coming this October. This episode is sponsored by... I was going to say African Black Flag, but that's really not what it's called. Yeah, that's not right at all. Let's uh, let's start the show. Ready to have your mind genetically altered for the good of the galaxy? This is PlayStation Radio UK. This is 97.1 FM. You're listening to PlayStation Radio UK. I'm Simon. He's Ben. He's Ben. He's Ben, and yeah, this is PlayStation Radio UK, your one-stop shop for news. It's not really... the laughter into manslaughter. I like to think that if this was the only place people came for news about gaming, they would only know stuff that we are personally interested in. Or that, the, or, or that Willie McPinch and, and Bobby Big Nuts are interested in, in the news team. Bobby Big Nuts has no interests. No, he, he does what he's care. told. Yep. What a tyrant Willie McPinch is. He just, yeah, when he doesn't want to work, the news doesn't even happen. <sighs> Simon? Yeah? It's too hot! Yeah, you've got some nice weather. It's disgusting! O- it's, it's nearly 30 degrees, which I think is just over 82 or 3 degrees in, in foreign American one, uh, one, Fahrenheit, one yeah. temperature ones uh, in Fahrenheit. Yep. It's uh, disgusting, absolutely disgusting. Everything is sweaty. This little shelter that I'm recording out of has a weird sort of... You know that thing that you put on, on the top of sheds, the roof of sheds? Uh, the, the sort of black... Um, I can't really, don't really, it's kind of like sandpaper, I don't know what you call it. Felt? No, not even a little bit like felt. But do you know what I'm talking no, about? No, not felt. But, uh, yeah, they call it... 
I don't know. I don't know. They call, call it something. It Mr. Um, but yeah, that stuff's melting. Oh, it, it might be. I don't know. It just superconducts heat, seemingly, oh. and it's turning this place into an oven. And I have two miniature fans that I bought from Argos for eight ninety nine each, uh, seven inch fans. And I've got one at one end and one down this end, uh, but I've turned it off because it's very loud on the microphone. And all it does is just push hot air around, so that's nice. Yep, it's more like a fan oven now. <laughs> it is, it literally is. It's a convection oven, and it's not nice in here and at that's all. And so. that's what the wind noise was from that um, African no, black that, flag no, no, sketch. No, no, it wasn't. Oh, 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 yeah, no, it wasn't. Definitely no, wasn't. Idiot, we're on a ship. <laughs> this loser. is like, this is pirate radio. you got to maintain kayfabe. Kayfabe? Yeah. What's that? Doesn't matter. It's like continuity. Oh. Um... I like kayfabe. Kayfabe. Uh, it's, yeah, it's disgustingly warm, so if I pass out, then you know why. It'll be a one-man show. It will be a one-man show. One-man. Simon, this is episode 49, or show the 49th. It is indeed. Show 50 is this coming week. Yeah, show 50 is just around the corner. It is. It is. Hopefully, you'll enjoy it if everything comes together like I'm planning it, but who knows? It probably won't. It could fail spectacularly. Yeah, it it's good. It's just, it's, we hope it's going to be more than an episode. I was moving my chair. Shut up. Stop making me seem like I am. Uh, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if episode 50 goes as planned, it will be like a big, spectacular thing. Shit. No. Yep. Yeah. I think the thing is perhaps a little more flattering. They say that you can't polish a turd, right? Oh, we've tried. But... We've had 49 episodes of Turd, and for the 50th, we're just going to push some jewels into it and kind of just... Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say jewel. Maybe a bow. Maybe just some, like, cheaper. gummy bears. <laughs> or, you know the things you get for presents with the... they they got the, the little ribbons that... Are, oh, yeah. That have the uh, adhesive on the back that you just stick on. Yep. Just one of, one of those. Just stick one of them on a shit. And that's that's going to be episode 50, so stay tuned next week. Enjoy that. It's going to be magical, magical time for, for everyone. What's going on, Simon? Um, what you mean? What what's happened this week? Yeah, absolutely nothing. Cool. I've, I've, I I was out like every night in London. Just went to pubs and just sat. Even even if it was by myself, I'd end up talking to folk. I'm back in Scotland and it, and it's nice and all, but I kind of miss the there's always something to do kind of feeling. And now I just sit on my porch counting down the days <laughs> till I die, yeah. hoping my dog might come back. One day. You had a dog in my head in yeah. that story there, and, you, and it's gone. Yeah, well, it makes sense. It's not sense. coming, it's dead. Yeah, but not, nothing's really happened. I think I need to take my car into the garage. What have you done to it? How many no, people I haven't, did you I haven't, run over? I haven't driven it um, in, in a while, and now I got back, and I think the exhaust has started to corrode a bit. Got a bit of noise in the engine. Can you do the noise for us? That's a good noise. Yep. Yeah, that's a nice noise. Thanks. To the tune of how many hundreds of pounds, do you reckon? Um, if it's just a little thing that needs welded, then nothing. Oh, it should be, I don't know, a couple of quid. Shouldn't be expensive. Cool. Just two pounds. For just, just two pounds, you could get yeah. Simon back on the road. <laughs> I need to start a Kickstarter. You do. Everyone does it for the most stupid shit now anyways, yeah. and, they, and they get a ridiculous amount of money for it, as long as you have a big brand behind it. Yeah. <clears throat> Penny Arcade. Yep. Uh, did you see that there was a podcast that was uh, a gaming podcast that was using Kickstarter? Uh, there to... are there are no other gaming podcasts. Uh, well, there was a there was a podcast that was 
using Kickstarter to get to start again because they'd stopped. Is that not of, Penny Arcade? I thought that was them. Was it? Or is this a different one? Um, did they ask for like 40 grand or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I think, I think I heard about this on the CAGcast, cause they were t- which isn't a video game podcast, they're just a podcast yeah. that exists. Um, and they were talking about how ridiculous it was it as well. They're, they're not um, afraid. They, they don't shy away from like throwing punches at, at like other outlets that they think are... Well, neither do I. Over and let me just base. say, 40 grand for a podcast... How much have we spent, Simon? Unless they want to quit their jobs and do it full-time. And to be honest, if they were doing it full-time, I would have heard of them before this. Mm-hmm. Like, if they were doing it full-time, they would have a lot more content than they are now. It's clearly like yeah. a spare-time podcast, and all they need to do is buy some good mics, hook them into their laptop, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Depends if they're building, like, an ISDN studio. But I don't see why you would need one, because it's a fucking gaming podcast, you exactly. bastards! Exactly. These microphones here, Simon. They're good. They're good microphones. 100, 130, 140 quid odd. Yeah. pair of cheap headphones. I'm using earbuds, the ones that come free with an iPhone. A laptop that you won't need to buy because everyone has a laptop, right? And if not, you can get the shittiest thing. It doesn't matter as long as it runs uh, Audacity, you know? No, well, not what we use, but yeah. It's, you know, you can edit with it. Yeah. Um, In fact, I was listening to Giant Band. Bombcast, which is not a gaming podcast at all. No, and uh, not even a podcast. Really. I, I don't really like it because it's they're really long, so I might I have it on my Stitcher account. Just like I'll put it on if I have, if I have like tedious stuff to do and I just want to listen to a long podcast. What like but, do a podcast with us? Well, our just podcast. Stick it on in the background while you're podcasting with me. <laughs> yeah, but the oh, thing God, about Giant Bobcast is there's a lot of there's a lot of dead air. Sometimes they're just like talking about taxes and stuff and I'm like I don't want to hear this dead air like legitimate like no one's talking for sometimes, a while sometimes sometimes yeah and and one of the, there's one guy on it in particular that talks really slow okay. and because the other people are in the same room as them they can tell that he's about to keep they can tell he's about to keep talking if yeah. he did that on Skype I would probably talk over him because he there's that <laughs> big of gaps between his sentences what's the longest pause from you know just guess that that you heard listening to them Probably only like two seconds, but on a podcast, it you know. Do you want to beat it? Do you want to beat that? No, record? I don't. No, I hate that. But the th- the reason I was bringing it up is because they use Audacity, and they're like a that's that's giant bomb. They're an actual website that gets money and has an office. Do they make video content? Giant bomb, yeah, they make tons of video stuff. Yeah. I can't believe they'd be using Audacity for that kind of stuff. No, not for they, you can't edit video with Audacity. No, 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 no. Is in but like the audio part. If they're doing something outside no, of a game. Well, for the podcast, they use Audacity. That's crazy. I They've got to have better equipment there. But they don't need 40 grand, I suppose that's the point, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's, that was my point, yeah. <laughs> Craziness. So Craziness. Your, how's your week been? Um, warm. Um, I've, I've had a few days off from work, which has mm-hmm. been nice, and I've just been putting off reviewing a, a game yeah. that I just, I just cannot bring myself to play. It just looks like it's not going to interest me, even in the littlest bit, so... And I go back to work tomorrow, so for three days, and then I'm off on holiday at the end of next week. Mm. Uh, so uh, I've got to squeeze it out somewhere. Uh, and we should say actually that we're going to have a. Uh, we we put a you put up an E3 video, didn't you? Top ten E3 video. You should give that a watch if you get the chance, because I'm just trying to move away from the mic a little bit. If this lands on my face again, I'm going to be upset. I won't be. I'll, I'll be amused. <laughs> yeah. The E3 video is up on our YouTube page. 
and mm-hmm. in it we just talk about our top ten PlayStation games that were kind of unveiled at the show. Yep. And why they are top ten, and we show some of the gameplay, and it's you know it's like a little six minute video. You should give it a watch if you have the the time. You love it. Yeah, love it. Um, but yeah, we're gonna have a, a let's start out this Friday, as well as show fifty. I'm not sure, Simon, if I'm gonna be able to edit the 50th show before I go but where I'm going has internet so I might put it out while I'm there so it'll be like at the weekend okay so um, where are you going that has internet I'm going to France sorry I'm going okay, to right. going to France are you holiday. sure that France has internet I'm f- relatively certain it did last time I went it may have changed though they have um, let's try and make a pun about France they have um, um onion fi that's not good. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I can come up with anything better than that. Um. Anyway, uh, so you're going to France. Episode no, fifty. I want to think up a pun now. You, you've ruined it for me. Yeah, we're not going to have dead air, and I know you want it, but you're, it's not going to happen. Let's talk. Let's move on to talk about the game. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. So what is what is the game of the week this week, Ben? <laughs> you know all those games we've been playing. I I have I've actually played a game. Days. It's cool because when I was in London with an internship with Gamespot, I didn't really play games. Hmm. Um, I just didn't really have time. And then if I when I was back home, I didn't. What the fuck? Ow! <laughs> fuck! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> fucking twice two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, that was fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute, I'm gonna. Oh god, I'm just too hot to laugh. Oh, are you okay? Yeah, just edit this out, please. You can't have that. Hang on, twice. hang on, we need to make the most of this opportunity. Did the seal fall on you? <laughs> mate. Hey, Captain, throw us a line. I'm in the water. No, you're right. <laughs> Come back here with the boat. Worth it. What the fuck is wrong with you? I, well, hang on, let me just... I knew that was going to fucking happen. I even said. Like, I have my mic on a studio arm. The fucking iron brew is everywhere. It landed right in my glass. <laughs> iron brews everywhere. Um, yes, yeah, so I have a fucking this, nightmare. I have my... <laughs> yeah, put, put the wind on again. Oh, <laughs> the wind is our wind <laughs> on the wind machine. <laughs> Turn on the wind. The wind is on. Blackbeard Pen. There's iron brew everywhere. There's iron brew man overboard. Right, so <laughs> you could say that you're in. Puts on sunglasses. The drink. I could, yeah. So um, my mic's on a studio arm, and it's mm-hmm. just got a clamp on my desk. Yeah. But for some reason, I, I keep not tightening it enough, and I'm trying to get away from my laptop not tightening fan. Enough. I'm trying to get away from my laptop fan so that the quality is a bit better, and there's not like a hiss in the background, and right. it's just leaning over the edge. And I could tell that it wasn't tight enough, but I, it, it won't happen again. Do you again. have to reattach the studio arm every time you want to use the microphone? No. Then why don't you just do it up tight and leave it there? Sometimes I bring it over to my PlayStation if I'm recording something for YouTube. When was the last time you did that? 
I don't know. Not since the last podcast no. where it fell on you, surely. No. I just must have put it up again and just not tightened it enough again. It's no excuses, is it? It's no. just negligence. Jesus, it's all that wind on the ship which just blew my makeover. If you're, I tell you what, if you're on Blackbeard's ship, you you know you would die because you don't have a, look I, out at what you're doing. I'd have all, I'd have all the peg limbs. <laughs> you would. They'd call you Peggy Thornton. Peggy. Peggy. How old are you? Peggy Sue. Peggy Thornton. Thornton. You know, like they do at the beginning of the adverts. I'd call my peg the thorn. The thorn. And I'd, I'd sharpen it and stab people with it. That's good. That's good. That would be my pirate thing. Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag coming this uh, autumn. Yep. <laughs> We're not actually sponsored. I'm probably going to I'm, I'm probably gonna be the only one that plays it, to be honest. What was I even talking about then before I get rudely interrupted? Um... The cool thing about being back in Scotland is that I can play games. Yeah, pretty much, thanks for that. Um, yeah, so I've got time to play games. And funnily enough, this, <laughs> and <laughs> the Steam sale has also started. And if, you, if you're not a PC gamer, let me tell you what that means to anyone that has Steam. Basically, every day, they put up new sales for games. And every eight What's hours, kind of- there's new sales for games. And you also get flash uh, sales which are a bit shorter, and you get to vote for a community's choice as well. So there's a lot of games that are just getting cheap. And let me put this into perspective of how cheap they are. Dark Souls was down from like 25 quid to a fiver. And I told you yesterday or two days ago, it took every ounce of restraint not to buy that again. Even though I would have even less respect for you. Even though I've already platinumed it on PlayStation. Um, you know, there's Borderlands, on, Borderlands 2 on there for six quid. And I've already spent about fifteen quid in this in the Steam sale. On and the thing that makes it bad is that most of these games you're not going to play, which is yeah. is annoying because they just they don't even have to install them. They just get added to your kind of digital library in the cloud, and whenever you want to play them, you can download them, which is cool because I I own that game now. I don't have a DRM free because it's Steam, but if I want to play that, I can download it on my laptop and play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the ones I have downloaded though is Civilization V Gold upgrade. Gives me a lot more kind of like classes, a lot of more um, armies and stuff to play as, a lot more, you know, just more content. Right. Oh, you know how I've always said that everything that Steam does, Sony should copy for PlayStation? Mm-hmm. Steam have done this new thing uh, called collector collector cards or something. And they, I heard of these. Um, PlayStation should, should not do this. It's just the oh, most really? convoluted thing. Um, one thing that Steam used to do that was quite nice was they'd have badges that were attached to your account. And it's like an achievement, but it's more for community stuff than it is for games. So, for example, I have one for this summer sale of 2011 or something. Um, and that's attached to my account and people can see that I earned that. Um, and what that what that entailed was basically voting for stuff on the Steam sale, maybe buying one game that was in this in the summer sale, but now it's all attached to player cards or whatever they're fucking called, and the way that you get them is completely random, so they now have them for games as well. The way that you get a badge that's attached to a game is you keep playing it until you get the cards, but you can never collect all the cards even if you play for hundreds of hours you'll still have to trade with other people to get the, some cards that you need. Because if you want right. to get the badge, you have to get like 10 of 10 cards. 
Is it possible to get duplicates of cards? It is, yeah. To and trade? I think it is, yeah. Um, but you can also buy them. You can just outright buy them for like... I think the highest price I saw these uh, summer cards going for was like £1.30. Wow. But it's like... It's a pretend card. It's just like, we don't need that. That's just another thing that's getting between me and the game. The cool thing about achievements is that you do something and you're guaranteed to get the achievement. But with this card thing, it's like, it's not going to make me play the game. Just like, the chance that I might get this digital card that I don't give a shit about. All it does is it adds one thing to my Steam profile that I will never be getting. And it's like, you know, I'm a completionist. I don't want stuff on my profile that I don't care about. Do you care a great deal about trophies? I do, but that's different because with trophies, you know what you're getting. You you have to do an objective, and when you've done it, everyone can see that's what you've done. Consider that there's a large group of people that could not care less about trophies or achievements, and they're probably thinking exactly the same thing. They don't get between you and the game, though, do they? Well, what's the problem with this, then? What's it doing? It's right on your profile. Like It shows badges. It used to be that you could get those badges from other means, but now badges are exclusively cards. And I, the thing is, I like the badge system, and it's now gone for this kind of convoluted card thing. I don't want to play a trading card game inside a client for playing games. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I know that some people might like it, and that's fair enough. I just, I just wanted to have a little rant about it. So that's Stupid Game of the Week. Steam's trading... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Game of the Week is probably... Um, Walking Dead 400 Days. For your... Have you played that? No. Have you played anything else that could kind of outdo my DLC game of the week? Well, it's 12 years old, but uh, Sly Cooper 1, I think, is, uh, uh, you know... How is that? I saw you playing that for ages. It's because I, I let my brother play it for me, because I've got the Sly Cooper HD trilogy... And supposedly they're a really, really easy set of three platinum trophies while, you know, you get to play a really good game as well uh, that I never actually played on PS2. So it's a win-win, really. Um, And they're great. The art style, you know, still looks great because, as we've said before, cartoony, cel-shaded stuff holds up. And it really does in this case. Um, and uh, it's, it can be very, very frustrating at times because Sly has is basically hit one hit and he's dead. And you have to go back to checkpoints and you only have five lives and if you lose all your lives you have to go back to the start of a level, which isn't usually a problem, but sometimes you can get killed in pretty cheap ways. Um, and sometimes it's annoying because... You know, it's it's a one-hit kill to so, kill them as well, but it's just, it's there's no health bar or anything. You get hit, you're, you're down. You have to start again, which is... So you found it hard... And then gave it to your little brother because you found it too hard? No, I gave it to my little brother to start with and then he was finding it too hard and then I did a couple of levels and I thought, actually, this I can see how this can be pretty frustrating and some of the boss battles were a little bit ridiculous as well because it's one hit and you're dead and, you know, they do not give you the, the chance to learn these the, the boss's patterns of, of what it's going to do until basically you play, you die. You play, you learn from last time, you get to the next bit, you die. You play, you learn from the last bit, last time, you learn from the last time again, and you die. And it keeps going like that until you you can master it all the that, way through. But that's kind of cheap. To me, like that, that sounds that be... quite good. I know that Dark Souls Maybe. is like that, and Demon's Souls is like that, but they're kind of... 
You do have a health Dif- bar though. Different, yeah, you do have a health bar as well, yeah. Like it's literally you take you get touched, that's mm. it. You, I might give it a shot. It does sound a bit frustrating though, because I mean you could just make yeah. one tiny little mistake and have to reset and the it, whole thing. It rains trophies on you as well, which is very feels very satisfying. You you basically each mission has uh, or at least in the first game, I assume it's similar for the other games as well. You you basically get trophies for playing the levels and finishing the game. Um, there's no difficulty, and there's also a because it's sort of like each there are five main areas of the game, and you obviously start the first one and make your way through to the uh, other areas. And just like sort of these sort of I don't really know what to call them um, adventure games, I suppose in a way, sort of like these action games that they used to get on PS2 and PS1 with Spyro and things like that, where they have these different main sections and then they have sub levels coming off them. Um, and there are, I think, like seven sub-levels in each of the five areas with a boss at the end. So that's the basic structure. And each of these sub-levels has uh, bottles to find. And they have, I think, clues or a fragment of something in them. And they're usually about 20 in a level. And they're not too hard to find. And you have to find all of those to open a safe that's at the, the end of each level. Okay. And you, find, you, you basically get a new skill, which is a page from the Thievius Raccoonius or Raccoonus or something. Which is his ancestor, which is Sly Cooper's ancestor's book of like thieving skills. So you, the game gets easier as you do this stuff, but obviously you don't have to. You can also do a time trial for each level, but they're a pain in the ass and there's no trophy related to that. Uh, so it seems quite easy. It's it's a good fun game and it holds up and I'm enjoying it to be honest. Um, I might give that a shot. I've, I've never played that either. When I'm done, I'll send it up to you because the only copy I could find in Leicester because I couldn't be asked to order it online was actually a, a, a North American copy that someone had traded in. Hmm. So I'll uh, I'll send it your way. Why would someone in Leicester have a North American copy? Maybe because they couldn't find any copies. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was in some independent place anyway. Game wouldn't touch it if it wasn't a European copy. Really? No, no, they don't do that. They don't buy anything with like the NTSC classification. Why? It doesn't matter on, on PlayStation. I know. I think it's just in principle. I've tried to sell them stuff before and they won't take it, which is weird. But people on eBay obviously are happy to take it because it works. So Yeah, why not? Yeah. Seems anyway, like they're shooting themselves in the foot with that. Yeah, that's well, they, solely why they went into administration. Not enough copies of <laughs> that North was the American only Sly reason. Cooper. Yeah, that's it. Not because they're a shit company. Absolutely not. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so that's Sly Cooper. It's good. I'm looking forward to playing the other two. I'm about halfway through the first one, and it it was it said I was playing it for a long time on PSN because I actually left it on for quite a period of time without actually playing it. You know, killing the planet with my energy wastage. Uh, but I played about. Well, it says the trophy guide says it's it's between eight to twelve hours to platinum the first game, which is nothing, you know. So it shouldn't shouldn't be too long till I till I finish this. And uh, so you're going to play yeah. what? There's so there's three games and it's all like one after the other. They are all like set after each other. Yes. Is there, yeah, is there all... actually a good storyline? Um, it's it's very tongue in cheek, but it's it's good. The first one is kind of like an origin story, so it's Sly Cooper with his, or at least you know you don't start from the very beginning, but. Uh, you fast forward to where Sly is with his two best friends that he grew up in an orphanage with after these baddies killed his parents and yeah. stole the Thievius Raccoonus or whatever it is. And then you have to f- go through the game and track down these baddies and take them out. Um, I don't know about the second and third game, but all the while he's got this this police officer that's after him and stuff. I mean, it's you know, it's it's a kid's game, but it's made by Sucker Punch, so it's of a really decent quality. Yeah. 
so it, it's enjoyable it's it's nice it's it's certainly a nice break from uh, the last of us multiplayer which is driving us both a bit mad at the moment yeah i mean i i really enjoy it and i i stand by the fact that if i'm going to enjoy a multiplayer game it has to annoy me and that's like if you look at the game the multiplayer game i've poured the most hours into it's so calm and the reason i like it so much is because I'll sometimes play like four games in a row and just hate it. And then yeah. I'll do one thing that I was amazing. And like, like yeah. it just, it kind of makes up for it. And, and you can only have that feeling if it's a difficult game. If mm. it's, if it's unforgiving and when you die, that's it. Cause I play Call of Duty and even if I get top of the team, it feels a bit empty because it doesn't matter, you know? Mm. We but had a string of some, really horrible games the other yeah, night, though. It was just oh, there are so some things in The Last of Us, though, that I feel are a bit unbalanced. Um, yes. On principle, it's getting a bit hard for me. It's hard for me to get used to the fact that people can heal each other, because there's been times when we've lost the game, like four nil, we've lost. But we've had the most we've downs. Downed all of them. Yeah. Yeah. We've had the most downs, and that that's like in in The Last of Us multiplayer. That means you've killed them but they haven't been executed. So we've killed them, then they've been revived maybe like five times, and then they've killed us. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that we, we don't really seem to have a tactic to overcome that. Yeah. Um, for whatever, whatever reason. And yeah, the bows as well. The bows, I'm going to do a YouTube video on this, I think, because for some reason, at the moment, in this kind of, this kind of end of this generation of consoles, bow and arrows have become the most deadly weapons in any game. Yeah, I mean, if you look now, the army still uses bows and arrows. Those weren't phased out in the 1700s. You can fucking take out a tank with a bow and arrow from, oh, from The Last of Us. such a stupid weapon. I tweeted Naughty Dog and asked them to change it, but of course they didn't. I mean, I'm, I'm using it now. Like, I'm using that in The Last of Us, and I, and I fully admit, as someone that uses it, that it's just way overpowered. Yeah, a bullet to the head. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> However, but a bullet to the head will, a, will, a not, metal. will not kill someone in one hit, but an arrow to the head will kill someone in one hit. Mm. I don't understand the logic behind that at all. Yeah, it was just it was me, you, uh, George, Fraser, and Mark over the past few mm -hmm. days who've been playing it and just getting yep. so pissed off. Like I, it's, when you lose, we seem to lose emphatically. Like we yeah. we just get destroyed, and when we win, we always destroy the the opposition. It's just there there seems to be no I balance. Mean, yeah, sometimes you get the odd close game, and that's one thing I liked about SOCOM is that most of the time, unless it's uneven teams, it's gonna be a close game, mm -hmm. and it's. It's that that's maybe the one thing that The Last of Us is missing at the moment as a competitive multiplayer game. It doesn't really feel like everything's on the line. Usually you're winning comfortably or you're going to lose and there's nothing you can do about it, you know? Yeah. We've got to the stage now as well where we're all approaching the twilight years of our get to the 12th week challenge for the gold trophy. Yeah. I mean, I already failed it once, but I'm back up to, I think I just started week 11 now, so I need, need to finish week 11. I'll be on week 12. I need to finish that as well. But uh, the 100%, you know, of your population challenges keep coming up and we keep destroying them because we've, we've you know, learned now if we're playing together to at all costs help out the person that's going for a 100% of their population yeah. challenge. And some days um, we'll play respawn. Yes, supply raid. And if anyone's listening to this and they have these 100% challenges that you have to fulfill... Um, this is a great tactic. You can also, if you're on the last day and you're not gonna, f you're not gonna fulfill that kind of objective, you can go to the XMB, scroll over to the account manager, and then triangle, so you open the menu and then click sign out. What that'll yeah. do is um, the game will, will kick you out of the game because you're not on the internet anymore. 
but it won't remember any of your stats. So you'll have you'll still be on the last day, but you have another chance to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as I said last week, if you wanna if you wanna skip forward a, a few days at a time because you just maybe you've been reset and you just can't be fucked and you want this trophy, you c- it is possible to join a game and then quit just normally pressing start and, and quit and while your your group will take a hit obviously a lot of them will become sick and uh, hungry you can usually do it a couple of times before you need to play a game to boost them back up again um, so you can unless obviously you've got a challenge and even then normally to start with it's only 60% maximum that are at risk yeah. so it's basically just population control which means that you can mm-hmm. then just play a game next time and you need to get even less supplies to massively increase the size of your clan and then skip a few more days so that's something worth considering i guess another tip would be when you do get these challenges if it's something when that when you do day if it's <laughs> if it's something that um doesn't really matter because all that's going to happen is you're going to gain in your population mm-hmm then go for a hard challenge. Because if you keep using the same challenge, it gets harder and harder. Yeah, and special executions get, are a great one to do. Yeah, if you, if you start getting ones that are... If you, if you then get a 100% challenge, you can, you can find one of your challenges that's quite easy. So one of the ones I did, I did was say I have to gift crafted items to people. Mm-hmm. And because I'd never done that one before, I only had to gift like four things in three, three games, and that was, that was easy. I did that in like one game. Yep, I had so, um, one where I was reviving people. Really easy if you go on supply yeah. raid where they respawn. Um, George Cookie Man, who uh, who we were playing with the other the other day, he games was healing game. people. He was healing people, and he would get. Sometimes he said he would get upwards of what like sixty in a match, even though you yeah. only needed twenty to reach the top band. So it's possible to easily, easily do some of these. It's just yeah. be careful about which ones you choose. So if you know what you're doing, you can you can easily beat this twelve week thing. Yeah, yeah, it is but, possible. I just oh, it's going to be a bit demanding to play another twelve weeks on the other side. Now I I don't know if I have it in me, but I'm so close. I mean, I've done the, I've done the legwork. The hardest part of the game was finishing it on Survivor. It's literally just collection trophies now and finishing this bloody multiplayer, and I'll be done. Yeah. So I like the multiplayer. Though. It's good. Oh, it's really, really good, but it's it's just you go from dizzying highs to just suicidal lows. Yeah. Like last last night was the first time I actually rage quit because we were just so many just deaths in a row, and you'd spawn and you'd do what you always do, and normally that would work fine, but you'd just get screwed every time, and it's just oh god. There's definitely some balancing issues that need sorted out, but if you look at the Uncharted Three multiplayer, Naughty Dog supported that for so long with so much mm-hmm. content. If they do that for The Last of Us, then it could become my kind of go-to multiplayer game. Although, yeah. do you think they will support it when PS4 is coming out? I don't know that they would. They've got this. They do have a season pass, right? Yeah, but it's unclear whether that's single player or multiplayer. I reckon at least one of those will be a proper multiplayer pack that has new avatar options, new skin stuff uh, you know that kind of thing new maps new weapons yeah. everything like there'll be there'll be at least one pack i think that will be multiplayer focused that'll have a load of stuff in and i'll probably buy it to be honest you know just even if I've, I'll, I'll probably have I'd finished finished quote unquote the multiplayer by then but uh you know i'd gladly buy it if if people i know are still playing it and i can play with them yeah oh dear but so, there we go that's the last of us multiplayer that's all you played though this week that is talk about 400 days yeah but so- no spoilers Ah, oh. <laughs> so <laughs> The Walking Dead came out 
last year, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't yeah, and that was the Telltale game. Which, was it our game of the year? I, I seem to think it was for for a couple of us. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was Journey. Oh, I don't know. I hadn't played Journey at that point. Um, you know, I wouldn't. I definitely didn't give it to it because it was. Some, I had a, a a lot of issues in the last two episodes. Ah, I remember that you game. did. Yeah, you had lots of bugs, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, so, the DLC for this is. Uh, it's split into maybe five or six characters, and you you kind of choose their their picture off a wall, off a pinboard, with a picture of their face, and then it just launches into their story, and it tells you in about fifteen minutes their story, and there's all there's pretty much one choice, one major choice in each of these people's um, missions, yeah. and the way that choice is going to affect season two is probably quite predictable, like. Things like you chose this person over this person, and I imagine when you encounter that character in season two, you're going to have to account for your choice and try and maybe uh, mend the bridges a little bit. Um, but I mean, it's basically just The Walking Dead. It it functions like The Walking Dead. The gameplay is the exact same as The Walking Dead. They've maybe refined some of the the dialogue choices. I feel like there's a lot less awkward silences. Because it gives you right. a lot of time to make your choice whilst other characters are still talking. So you can you can interrupt them and say something. Or you could listen until they've stopped talking and then make your choice. Okay. And it just it kind of makes a more, more fluid conversation. Have they got rid of the crappy shooting bits where you have to use the right analogue stick? There are some shooting bits, yeah. I felt they were a bit more responsive. Okay, that's good. Um, I hated that last time. I thought that was really yeah, stupid. Yeah, I found it a lot easier to aim in this one. Good. And uh, one thing people didn't know when they played season one is that you can use R1 to shoot. Even though it says, like, the circle button shoot, you can always use R1 to, to fire a gun. Right. And that oh, always makes good. it feel better. Um, but yeah, the, I've only played the first two episodes so far. They're about 15 minutes each. So you pay about £4, maybe $5, $6, and you get probably a couple of hours gameplay, or an hour and a bit of gameplay. But I mean, the amount of the amount of hours that we got out of the first season for what fifteen pounds, I really and don't feel bad about supporting the developer on this. It also gets you very very excited for the next season as it well. Does. I wouldn't it dream does. of playing the next season without playing this. Oh, don't this because bit anyway. It's a good prologue, and that's that's all it is, really. You also get some trophies out of this. Hooray. Now, there are two trophies that are missable. Oh. Which is a bit of that's a... That's rare. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a first for the, the Walking Dead. Now, I've always said that I liked the Walking Dead trophies, not because it was an easy platinum, but because I didn't... Because I didn't want to be influenced by the trophies when I was playing and making my choices. The good thing, the good news is that these trophies you can miss... One of them is rock, paper, scissors. Okay. And it's basically win. Like, it's not something that affects a major choice of the game. It's not something to do with a conversation. But is it something you have to start from scratch to get to? Yes, but these are 15-minute episodes, and it really doesn't matter, you know? Okay, so as it's split up into such small chunks. Yeah, I mean, if you miss it, it would take seconds to go back and get it again, I imagine. And there's only oh, two okay. of them. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely worth picking this up, especially, well, if you played the first season. Only downside to this, I would say, is that there's not 
too much emotions. You know, Walking Dead was really good because of its um, because you had Clem to look after, mm-hmm. and because that was like the major kind of that's kind of tie to you and and her. That was basically the Walking Dead season one. This because it's so many different characters doesn't have that, and you're jumping into them not knowing who they are, uh, what relationship they have with the other characters. But that's something they're going to build on season two. Yeah. This is do we do we know if if sorry do we know if season two is gonna they're gonna throw all that out the window and it's just gonna be like super hot late teenager Clem and just completely ruin everything? I don't know. I, I, well, I don't think it would be because it's called Four Hundred Days, and the way that the DLC works is that the first person is at the at the breakout of of zombies, so that's day one. Okay, so does it sort of jump like The Last of Us does then between the seasons? But Yes, but every time it jumps with to different a different characters. time, it's a different character. Okay. And so I that's think cool. that 400 days is maybe, that's how long it's been until season two, maybe, since since the outbreak of zombies. Right, so they won't have fucked it up. I No, I don't think they will have fucked it up. Good. Um, Good. But obviously, oh, I can't say that because of spoilers, never mind. No spoilers. Nope. Um... But yeah, that's definitely worth checking out, and uh, I think we should move on to the PSR Q and A. PSR U and K, yeah, let's do it. PSR U and K and U. Do you like Metal Gear Solid? Do you like Grand Theft Auto? What about Infamous, Borderlands, Pokemon, Halo, Final Fantasy, Dead Space, Max Payne, Uncharted, Mass Effect, Zelda, Fat Princess, Gran Turismo, Journey, Super Smash Brothers, Mario, Disgaea, Alan Wake, Diablo, Mortal Kombat, The Sims, Roller Coaster Tycoon, Fable, Mega Man, Haze. No, no. Oh yeah, no one likes Hayes. Then, then you, you should, should listen, listen to Bonus, Bonus Activated. Activated. Bonus Activated. With your hosts, me, Phil. And me, Steve. You can visit us at www.bonusactivated.com or on iTunes. So check us out. Don't tweet the deeds. Bye. Emails first, please. <laughs> you should be so lucky. <laughs> this is PSR Q&A, the section done in our, uh, done in our collaboration. It's too warm, I'm dying. Done in collaboration with our friends over at Boners Activated. What well, the activated your bonus free of charge. Simon, we only have two questions this week. Do we? Yeah, what, what are you doing? You've been distracted there. Yeah, I was on Google Drive. I noticed I'd, I'd messed up the news document. No, that was me. I ruined it for you. Thanks. <laughs> uh, we've only got two questions, uh, which is... A shame. So thank you to those who did send in questions. And Although, can I just say, I have a personal plea to me and between me and a listener. Okay, if you're listening on. to this, um, fuck you, fuck you. Then we're doing episode fifty, and it would be good to have some really nice questions about games or about us or about the podcast in general. And if we had a few of them, that would be really good. And you know, for the hours of entertainment that we've provided you with, it's free. Um. I mean, it would be really nice if you could just send us an email or a, or a tweet. Thanks. <laughs> right, so what's the question then? That was so lovely. <laughs> uh, we've got two questions here. In fact, Clankfan, as he dutifully does, sent us a load of questions, but they were all potato-based. So I've narrowed it down to one question here. Sorry, I'm just moving the microphone. So if you want to make a potato question, you could at least ask about GLaDOS in Portal 2. Yes. It's game-related. It is game-related. Uh, I don't want too many potato GLaDOS questions, though. No. Only one will do. <laughs> uh, so this question is from John. 
Mr. Plankfan, he says, you are able to listen to only one song for the rest of your life and are able to pick one song for an enemy. Choose those songs. Ooh, I wish I'd seen this question earlier so I could think about it some more. I mean, it has to be a Justin Bieber song for the, for the, the, enemy. For the enemy, yeah. Has you know what, I'd, I'd actually go with um, a, a different song. I can't really describe it to you. Keep thinking, I'm going to go grab what about my um, the, memory stick quickly. Two seconds. The song, um, I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you kill me? If you made your enemy listen to that over and over, by the end of it, they would probably think that they're a loser and they probably would want to die. So I, think I heard probably would want to die. Um, what's the, I don't know the name of the song, but I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you kill me? <laughs> what song is that? If you made... I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you kill me? That song. If you, made, if you made your enemy listen to that over and over and over, yeah, yeah. that's 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 going to be my answer for the enemy. Okay, what about yourself? Um, but that, that's a difficult question because no matter what song it is, you're always going to hate it in, in the end. It's always going to yeah. have the same effect. That's just torture. So, I mean, it doesn't matter if... I know a lot of people say like they don't make their, their alarm for the morning, a song they like, because they end up hating it. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't matter here because you can't listen to any other song for the rest of your life. Yeah. So... I've got my enemy's song here. What's that? This was uh, one of the Perv songs we did. Remember on the uh, the first live show we did where we had to do a... Yeah. We had to do the game, game Pervs. Yep. Remember that, Gem? Yep. Yeah. This was one of them. This is what I want someone to listen to for the rest of their lives. Goes on like that. Is that saying the ladies' butt? The ladies' butt. The ladies' bras. Oh, okay. It's lovely. It's a lovely song. I was about Imagine to listen to this until you die. For the song, I w- from for me, I was about to say I'll never walk alone, but then I had a massive, massive idea. I would listen to your rendition of "You Got a Friend in Me" <laughs> for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would make you happy. It would. Or at, le- at least if I was going to kill myself, I'd kill myself to that. That's beautiful. Yeah. What a beautiful thing to say. <laughs> You're welcome. I wish I could say something quite so beautiful, but I'm just going to have to go with uh, Panama by Van Halen. Because <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> I do really like that song, though. Every time, I don't listen to it too much, but whenever I listen to it... In fact, Van Halen is just one of those bands where I could just listen to, the, to one of their albums on repeat. Is that, and, is that a wrestler's uh, theme tune? No, it's not. Okay, that's 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 it's a relief. Not, it's always wrestling. Relief. 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 Uh, second question, our final question. Uh, this is from John Walton, Truth207 on Twitter. He says, Do you guys think the police chase system will be improved in GTA 5? And he goes on to Good clarify, um, Anything past two stars and the police had this magnet and found you regardless of where you were, Look at watchdogs. You can jump into another car and just cruise past them. You can't in GTA. One thing I, I've always thought about GTA is that the police system isn't that good. Because <laughs> you might hit someone with a car and if the police are in the mood to, they'll try and kill you. Like, is yeah, it, it was a mistake? They run over all the people in the world. 
if you hit one person, sometimes, if, if, depending on, especially if it was a cop, you run over a yeah. cop by mistake. Um, and I've seen Even some police cars cop. do some stupid stuff, like um, kill people. Not just the actual mechanics of the police system, but let's say the police are chasing you, and you think, okay, I'm going to jump into the water, try and get away from them. Before mm. you know it, there's fucking seven police cars launching into the sea. <laughs> and two police helicopters. Yeah, I know, we'll, we'll hit them with our cars, that'll get them. Yeah, got geniuses. Um, I, that, I saw... that did make for quite a fun element, though, of the police chasing, I would say. I mean, it was funny, Just yeah. how ridiculous the cars were. It was were. funny. But this isn't Saints Row, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I saw a funny picture, which was... Um, it was basically a picture of... Or maybe it was a video, I can't remember. It was a guy who was being chased by the police in GTA. And then he was he was involved in a massive car accident. Like, in, if that was real life, he would be probably paralysed at, at the least. Mm -hmm. And then these SWAT guys come running in with machine guns and just mow the car to pieces and they blow oh, wow. up. And it's like... That's unrealistic, you know, <laughs> the guys. Yeah. The guy's down and out, you know, you don't run in and destroy him. That's um, insane. But one game that had an awesome police mechanic was Mafia 2. See, I was about to say, what I don't want from GTA is a fucking speedometer. Yeah, the speedometer, maybe, the speedometer, no. But there was some really cool stuff about Mafia 2, like... Um, Losing them? when they can't see you. Yeah. That's well, nice. Instead of having to get out of a radius, if they can't see you, they shouldn't be able to find you. But that was that's kind of like the old GTA system and um it worked, yeah. But the thing about mafia was they'd remember your number plate. If you if they were chasing yes, you for long enough. Yes, you'd have to change your car, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's very You'd have point. to change your car and your number plate, which is it makes sense, you know. And in GTA, yeah. that's easy enough to steal another car. Mhm. Mm um mm -hmm. What was the other one? Yeah, they remember your face as well. They remember what clothes you had on. Yes, yeah, that's a very good point. Mafia 2 did have some cool stuff. I didn't like the Speedo thing at no. all. The Speedo, the Speedo though, that's that's because it's a Mafia game and it's like you're driving about with a dead body in the boot and it's you don't want to get caught. GTA is mm. kind of like the opposite end of the spectrum where you're the flying away is the in police. a helicopter. Yeah, you want to be in a police chase all the time. It's fun. <laughs> but yeah, they, yeah, they, they should definitely right have a lot, a lot better police mechanics like if you stop the car, they should be able to, depending on what you've done as well, like, this is where Mafia 2 got it spot on. If you did something like speeding, they'd chase you, yeah, but you could stop the car, they'd come to the door, and they'd write you a ticket. Yeah. But in GTA, it's either you're not getting placed, chased by the, ch the police, or you are, and it's always well, going to end with you The thing is, it's either busted. you're going to die, or you're going to get arrested. That's, yeah, those yeah. are the two choices, like, which sucks. That's the only two choices. You should be able to get tickets and stuff, or different degrees of... of, of of what you did should have yeah, especially a character like Michael who's like a family man he would have the money to pay off a, like a speeding ticket he wouldn't just be arrested for speeding or for bumping into a police yeah. car that's just ridiculous one thing that uh, this wasn't really an improvement to the actual police mechanic but Vice City because part of the story was your friend was a lawyer every time you got mm -hmm. arrested in the loading screen you'd hear your lawyer kind of arguing in court trying to get you out of jail Right. Which was cool, because it doesn't make sense in GTA 4. At least in Vice City, I mean, yeah, you would have to be some lawyer to to kind of um, get rid of the charges for how many um, hookers I killed in Vice City. But in GTA 4, in GTA 4, they didn't even try. Like, it's just you wake up outside a police station. Yeah. I think there's definitely room for improvement, and I hope they, they do. 
Well, the attention to detail so far from the from the trailer we saw the other day, which we're going to talk about a bit later on, yeah. is just astonishing. So, I mean, if they've got the time to focus on a game of tennis, in like putting tennis in their game, uh, which is probably going to be better than like even better than virtual tennis or something like a proper tennis game, then you know they must have paid attention to these small. Yeah, it's things. not going to be. They a... must have looked at their game mm -hmm. and known. I mean, if you were if you were making a GTA game and you thought there's not enough space for me to make a fully fledged police chase system, you would get mm -hmm. rid of the tennis, you know? So yeah. that alone makes me think that their police system is going to be far and far uh, and beyond improved. Let's just hope so. I mean, the it's from seeing the trailer the other day, and as I said, we're literally just about to talk to it after talk about it after the news. But, Hello, trailer. Um, the, it, it's, I haven't felt sort of this excited in terms of Oh, what can you do? Well, it seems that what you can do is limitless. Oh, I wonder if you could do this. I wonder if you could do this. I haven't felt like that since Skyrim was coming out and I saw all the different things you could do in that game and I thought, that sounds amazing. I, yeah. I want to do every single one of those things. And holy fuck, if they can pull off the multiplayer, then my life is over. <laughs> one thing... Uh, That's it. I'll just give up. <laughs> Take me. You just lie on your bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a disc at the foot of the bed. I just die right there. <laughs> <laughs> what a scene. One thing that excites me about GTA is if this is this is this generation of consoles and every game under the sun is becoming open world in the next gen uh, platform, what is GTA gonna do? And it might take four years until and like a next gen GTA is out or, or more. But if you can I'm imagine totally fine with that. No, I mean I'm not I'm not complaining, but if you can imagine how much bigger that's gonna be and how much more stuff when you look at GTA yeah. 5. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, if they can jump from the, the beginning of one console um, life cycle to the end and go from having one protagonist to three and all of this extra stuff in there, I mean, their next move is either to, on next gen, to, you know, either <laughs> do what would be logical, which is to make a game that's even bigger, which, you know, we're going to reach a point where we're not going to want to play those games that are so ridiculously big because it's just... You know, it's overwhelming. You don't know what to do. There's, you know, there's not enough time in the entire That's universe to, to a, try everything, or or they're going to completely reinvent it and go a different way and try something different, yeah. which they may have to do because you can't just keep making it bigger because that's is, just, you know, it's not going to be fun anymore. This is probably the first time that developers have ever been faced with the problem of can a game be too big? Yeah, like I mean, we've, we've reached the point where it's like, okay, games look amazing now. Uh -huh. They're still continuing to look even better, but it's such a gradual improvement now that that's leveling yeah. off. What are we going to focus on? Uh -huh. Well, gameplay, I suppose. Can we just make what we did and do it even bigger? Yeah. No, because that's what we did on PS3. We can't do that anymore. We've got to do something different to stand out. Um, so it'll Ob be really interesting to see where they go. Obviously, some games can be infinitely big, like Minecraft, and it's still cool and fine. Yeah. But yeah. we've already seen games being too long on this generation of consoles. Like... Mm -hmm. um, I would say Final Fantasy. You, you're a Final Fantasy fan, and Final Fantasy XIII was fucking long. It's hard to stay a Final Fantasy fan. Um, and that's not really a problem that was on PS2, was it? Because they couldn't be that long. No, and they were good. I think that's yeah. that's the main difference here. Unfortunately, they were actually really good. Well, not just Final uh, Fantasy, but games in general so couldn't really be that long because of the because it was on DVD mm -hmm. because of the limitations of the hardware. And it's getting yeah. to the point where not only can games be too long, but they can be too big. And it's going to be interesting to see how they nail that sweet spot. 
Yeah, and it's gonna. I feel sorry for the guys that are making these games because somewhere at Rockstar in in one of the studios, there will be a guy who's worked his entire the last five years of his life. He's been working on a field right at the edge of the map, and no one's gonna go to it. <laughs> I ever. don't believe that. I don't. Someone will have worked their ass on on, on building a can... some sort of farmhouse, and it'll have a chainsaw in it or something like that, and no one will go there. Well, GTA is so many people that someone will go there, and it, I don't think it would take like, five years to make a farm. Come on, it's got to feel so so shitty though when you know you're working on something so insignificant that Look hardly that, anyone's going to notice. Works, though. Like it's, it's it's a team of a couple hundred, you know. Yeah, they, but normally so, people get given a section to work on, don't they? Yeah, but not as small as a field. Like, I don't know. Maybe he's really shit at his job. <laughs> this is like some some guy that doesn't get paid very much. Just yeah. He's like he's like yeah, a rockstar like, pet. He looks to the left and right of him at work, and these guys are designing these these cutscenes and set pieces. And he's like, "Who's working on the field next to me? Uh, we're just gonna duplicate yours. Put, just, <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna put a picture of a field on there. To be honest, and what am I doing? We need that field to be the best fucking field in a game ever. Do you think you can do that? He's like, "Yeah, I can do it." And he just goes back to work on this field. You have for two years. You have some imagination, Ben. That's that's how it works in Rockstar. In fact, actually, if he asks questions, as we've mentioned before, he's probably just been dispatched immediately, like sent down the hell pit that they have at Rockstar. Yeah. Because no one ever blabs. In fact, you know Aperture Science and Portal. Yeah. That is that was set up by Rockstar and it exists right now. And it's that, set up by Rockstar and Valve. That perpetual testing is 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 set up there for anyone that complains or steps yeah. out of line. It, they just that's maybe. where they go. Let's push it one step further. This guy who thinks he's making a field for the rest of his life is actually in some sort of program himself. Oh, fuck. News time. Yep. Here's today's headlines. DuckTales HD is coming this August. Ratchet and Clank into the Nexus is announced. Grand Theft Auto 5 gameplay trailer is fantastic. Insert coin clothing is teaming up with Sony Computer Entertainment Europe. And Final Fantasy XX2 HD Limited Edition revealed. Howdy doody, I'm Willie McPinch. The DuckTales remake is coming out soon. DuckTales Remastered is indeed due out in August. Capcom just announced the game will launch the 13th of August on PlayStation Network. There will also be a boxed version with a download code on the 20th of August for PlayStation 3, which will include a DuckTales Disney Collector's Pin. The downloadable game is priced at $14.99 US dollars, with that boxed pin version retailing at $19.99. The Insomniac game that Sony was teasing is a Ratchet & Clank title, with the nuts and bolts of the story is Bobby Big Nuts and Senior Community Manager at Insomniac Games, James Stevenson. Yes, Willie! So James, why the fuck aren't you making a Resistance game? 
we're excited to announce that Ratchet and Clank are returning this year on PS3 with an all-new single-player epilogue to the future games. Under the creative direction of Tools of Destruction and, a crack in time, creative director Brian Alguerre, Ratchet and Clank Nexus, is a story-driven platform adventure with the humour and heart that makes the franchise so beloved. Pull my pants down and call me Judy. Did you see that GTA trailer? Yes, I did, Willie! The latest GTA V trailer featured gameplay for the first time and displayed the shooting mechanics, lots of vehicles and locations, as well as the new character switching feature, not to mention a lot of huge environments and deep sea diving. It's said that the game will also boast weapon and vehicle customization and bicycles. The clothing company behind the Assassin's Creed hoodie with the pointy hood is teaming up with Sony. Exactly right, Willie. So far they have created a line of The Last of Us and Parapaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparaparapara
yeah, there's, they're they're a good company. Although I was a little bit disappointed with the Last of Us merchandise that they're making. Like that, is... I thought their Joel shirt was pretty cool. Yeah, which is just sort of like the lumberjack. It's just a shirt like a though. Shirt like, he wears. It's just a shirt. No one's gonna. Oh, it's a, but it's exactly the same style. I just thought that was pretty cool. They're, and they don't charge too much for it either, which is quite nice. I suppose. So if you just want a shirt I mean, that looks like it's, Joel's shirt, if you're doing cosplay, then sure, that's a really good shirt. Yeah. But I don't want to dress as Joel because I don't think. That's really my style. Well, if it said, I are Joel on the back. The, the, the thing or, is, in Circle, like usually games. have to do like quite a, they kind of tread the fine line of making gaming merchandise, but making it so that it's not, oh, this is about games. Like it's, Yeah, it's, it's me- subtle, isn't it? Yeah, it's meant to be subtle, but with The Last of Us, it was too subtle to even know that it was anything to do with games and it not cool enough to warrant me buying it just for the sake of it being clothes. Next time you see me, I am going to be wearing that shirt, and you better give me a damn fine compliment. I'm going to slap you. <laughs> I'm just going to asphyxiate you with a Parappa the Rapper hat. <laughs> okay. Until you say it's a good shirt. It's got kinky. Oh dear. <laughs> Next news story, what was that? Uh, Final Fantasy uh, 10, uh, 10 2 HD remake. You're a Final Fantasy fan? I'm a Final Final fan, yeah. I'm, I didn't play this one. I was a PS1 Final Fantasy Final Fan fan, uh, but I never got around to playing them on PS2, and I only played the first, well, I suppose Final Fantasy 13 on PS3, and I won't touch any of the other ones. Um, but I'm looking forward to this, because everyone talks about 10 like it's some sort of god game, so game. I'll probably get it for Vita. Good game. But this is 10 too. Um, 10.2 comes free, I think, with the PS3 version, but doesn't with the Vita one. So that's nice. Wait, wait, wait. So so what is the news? Is it 10.2 getting released? Uh, Final Fantasy X uh, is... Oh, sorry, the news story. Actually, no. Uh, William Pinch didn't do a very good write-up here, did he? Hang on. Hang, whoa, whoa, whoa. William Pinch didn't do a good job here. It wasn't very clear. Final Fantasy X and 10.2 are getting a special edition. That's what it is. It's like a hardback version with some cards in it or something. Oh, good cards, yeah. That's that's it. That's literally it. Jesus. Sorry, it couldn't have been more exciting for you. Fucking hell, man. It's just, it's, I just don't get why people like Final Fantasy. I get why people used to like it, but still, come on. Oh, I don't get it now. I got it on PS2, though. I understand why people like to think, because they were still very, very good games. But now they've... I also don't... don't something's, under- something's gone wrong. I don't understand the whole Final Fantasy, but each one's a separate game. Give it a separate name yes. and kind of give it the marketing it deserves. The oldest thing is they have very similar themes and and various elements carry over, like certain creatures and things like that. But as far as they're concerned, they're set in different universes. Uh, see, that like just makes it worlds, more confusing to thing. someone that isn't a Final Fantasy fan already. Well, don't play them then. If you don't. I, I, I don't, <laughs> but I mean, back. from a business perspective... <laughs> Surely, from a business it, perspective, now they fucked it up because the people that would have bought them, and there were a lot of them, because they used to sell tons of these, uh, you know, games. Yeah. They've alienated them all because they've released several crappy Final Fantasy games yeah. in a row, which is a shame. But there we are; it's the truth. And I am not going to buy one until I actually see a decent review of a Final Fantasy game, if they continue to make them. Which let's hope for their sake they don't. But the thing about Square Enix is that they've got all these Western developers working for them now, pushing out good games that make money, like yeah. Tomb Raider and uh, Deus Ex, Deus Ex and Sleeping Dogs. Mm-hmm. But basically, Just Cause Two as They're well. They're the only ones making the money. Just Cause Two, yeah. yeah. Basically, all those Western developers do is make money for Square Enix so that they can keep pushing out their Piss it away. shitty Final Fantasy <laughs> games that lose money. Yeah. 
The thing is, I don't reckon they will lose money. I reckon enough people, we're talking way too much about Final Fantasy here, but I reckon enough people are still buying them because they're Final Fantasy fans, but it's just disappointment after disappointment, and it's going to get to the stage where no one's going to want it anymore. I mean, no one really wants these games, Final Fantasy 13 2 or 13 yeah. 3 or whatever it is, but they're still making them, and people will still buy them in the hope that they're good, but they won't be. They're not going to be good. They're never going to be good again unless they pull their finger out and do something exciting, new. Yeah, I think it's time for a reboot and just kind of draw a line and say Final Fantasy starts again here, Final Fantasy 1. I'd like Final Fantasy 7 remake and then you can finally play it and enjoy it and and we'll just leave That's it at that. They don't need to make How anymore. much money would they make if they remade Final Fantasy 7? Oh, dude, so much, so much. And we've spoken about this briefly before. That I mean, the, the main uh, perception of most people when they talk about this is that from a business standpoint for them, if they were to make a Final Fantasy VII remake, that would be uh, an admission that they really can't make Final Fantasy games anymore, and that would have to be like their swan song. Like, we, we're not going to make any more Final Fantasy games anymore. You've been asking for years and years and years. Here you fucking go. Mm. Um, and that would be it. But they would they would make a lot of money. It doesn't have to go with that, though. Because look at MGS. Hideo Kojima wants mm. someone to remake MGS 1. That doesn't mean he's not making another one right now. Yeah. It's very true. It's just they have a weird dual die mentality yeah, in Square Enix, it seems. It. That's more than enough of that. Let's talk about a game that people give a shit about. Grand Theft Auto V. Holy crap. The the gameplay trailer looks so good. The the thing that sta- stood out the most to me was the actual the shooting mechanic that looked like a yeah, more... Yeah, it looked very Max Payne-y, didn't it? It looked like a more refined Max Payne or Red Dead. What's interesting is that Red Dead and Max Payne obviously have bullet time. Yeah. And it looks like bullet time is incorporated into Grand Theft Auto, but not for everyone. Obviously, your mm. weapon wheel is bullet time. But the way that it's set out is that each person has a skill. So you've got the uh, the kind of kid, the youngest guy. He's the shooting expert. So mm. he has weapons bullet time. Then you've got the driver, and he does uh, uh, car bullet time, so he can slow down when he's driving. And then you've got the psychopath, and I i actually don't know... Is he a pilot or something? I don't know. Do you know this to be true? Is this a thing? I think it is, yeah. I've heard that, yeah. Okay. I wasn't aware that Michael was actually the driver. I thought... Because in the, in the helicopter bit, it's um, the mad guy who's the yeah, uh, helicopter maybe pilot. Maybe he's the pilot. Maybe, maybe that's why they keep him around, because otherwise... They all have their own skills, but it would be cool if they all have different powers, I, I suppose. I do think that they all have, like... The way that they make it so that you have a noticeable improvement if you're using the right guy for the right job as they can maybe bullet time for longer. Right. Um, I, I think that's what... I heard that somewhere. It must be true. If it's not, so, then I should be, be working cool. for Rockstar because it's a fucking good idea. <laughs> um, no, that's that's true. It's, when you're there, be true. go see that guy who made the field, see if he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I worry. I worry about him. He doesn't write anymore. Um... What else did we have in there? We had the water some wicked amazing. cool cutscenes look nice. Yeah. As they always yeah. do. What was cool was the um the way that you switch between people. Yes. That and was cool. they showed it so that one guy was sliding down a building and smashing through a window. And then when he got in, he shot a few guys. And took a hostage. Yeah. And then he instantly switched to a guy opposite the street with a sniper. And what's cool is that you could then instead of slowing down time in that situation instead of switching guy in that situation you could just play it as one person obviously you'd have less fun but it's the freedom to do as you want it makes every level replayable yeah that to me was the most exciting thing 
was I'm just trying to remember the name. There's Michael Franklin Trevor. That was the mad yeah, one, isn't it? Yeah. Trevor. Um, I, I mean, and we also saw the switching when you're just playing normally. Yeah, it takes a bit so longer. So Franklin just walking down the street. Yeah. It zooms out Google Earth style, which yeah. is cool. Hides the loading Go, screen. Went to, uh, yeah, went to um, Michael, who was just coming back from a bike ride with his son. Yep. And then switched to Trevor, who was having some problems with some policemen. Being Grand Theft Auto, I am willing to bet money that at least once in the game, you're going to switch to Trevor and he's going to be masturbating. <laughs> Probably. There'll I, be at least one section where he's going to be doing something like fucked up, sexual yeah. related. That's yeah. another thing, though. It, it, games like um, the original Fallout games, because you went between screens, when you were travelling long distances it would randomly load you into combat situations, a bit like um, Pokemon or something. Hmm. And that gives that gave Fallout the opportunity to have Easter eggs and that you'd load into, like, just to see the TARDIS disappear. Yeah. It, this kind of switching between characters gives Rockstar the opportunity to put a lot of Easter eggs in. Mm-hmm. Like, you might load like out... if you switch at a certain time. Or yeah, or switch to someone and they're doing something messed up like we just talked about. That's That's yeah. something exciting. Like yeah, because there's got to be a preset amount of things they can be doing. Because I yeah. mean, we saw with uh, with um, Michael when we when when he switched to him and they were uh, they were coming back from a bike ride. His there was some dialogue between his son and him. I mean, there's only so many of those things yeah. they can do. I, I, so I don't know if you could literally just sit there for twenty minutes and keep switching between them and see everything, well, the, which would suck. I but. imagine that there's going to be a set amount of preset things that you can see when you load into people, but there's mm-hmm. also going to be algor- algorithms set up so that they can just be walking about in a certain part of the map doing nothing, like just driving yeah. about. And of course, certain things will be happening as you progress the story, I imagine, yeah. as well. Yeah. When new characters get introduced. And maybe, you know, at certain times of the year, as you suggested, perhaps they are doing seasonal related things. Yeah. Why not? Like Christmas shopping. I don't know. Especially with the guy it's, who's it's got exciting. a family. He, he, he could be like decorating a Christmas tree. He could, or having an argument with his wife about decorating a Christmas tree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> infinite possibilities with that that one feature of the game and that's yeah. kind of what this trailer showed is that there's so much stuff happening but if you kind of talk about each individual part it's a lot mm-hmm. wider than the trailer kind of kind of um showed you for example it yeah. shows you the one mission that you're doing but if you stop the video and you look at the board that he's drawn on the wall there's a there's a checklist and one of them was like get military equipment and it wasn't ticked off yet. Mm. So it looks like for every heist, there's going to be a good five full-length objectives that need to be done, and they're going to be their own mission. And yeah. then each heist is going to have tons of, like, almost like side quests, but in a in a in a in in another GTA game, it would be a full mission. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's just going to be brilliant. There's tons of content. It's just going to be amazing. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about side activities you can do. We saw cycling. We saw... Um, Diving. We see diving we saw jet skiing maybe i seem to think we saw that we saw although that's not really a knob thing you do i mean that's just a vehicle um tennis uh paragliding golf. And, the golf game looks um, fledged golf and what was the other one um parachuting yeah i think are the ones we saw there may be more the cool I can't thing remember, about, but there's it's crazy the cool thing about golf is that the map is that big that there's going to be more than one golf course yes. so it would, and you'll be able to set records yeah. and you'll probably be able to yeah. like buy um, oh, and also, extra, let's just talk extracurricular stuff you can do as well. So you'll probably be able to, you know, 
buy a membership at the golf club or yeah i don't know something like that so when you go up there you'll be greeted by someone and you go in probably you know as michael or whatever because they said you can spend your money how you like you can invest it in real estate oh um and obviously as it's the financial downturn that this game is focused around that's going to be interesting you can uh invest in stocks you You see the uh tattoo people again which you know character customization to an extent which is exciting in the trailer did you see the the name of the stock exchange Yes, you were talking to me about this. I did see it's that. Called, uh, it's called Bossack, which is, is, is pretty funny. It's spelled B-A-W-S-A-Q. I like that. It's funny. That's a Scottish thing, isn't it, for Americans? For, for, yeah, it just means Bossack. I mean, fairly self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but it's not just them getting around censorship. It is actually how... Yeah, it's how it's said. People say it in yeah. Scotland. Yeah. Um, what else have we got there? The multiplayer, holy crap! That little teaser at the end. Yeah, I want to know the how. I want to know how legit that is because if you can really be inside buildings, and see people down below having a race, or and then in the same map, having a. That's what I want PlayStation Home to be like. <laughs> <laughs> My little flat. I want to know if you can. You know, if it's not just, oh, i got to bring up the iPad here that my character's got and select, I want to play the golf mini game here yeah. with uh, Simon Fraser and Mark. No, I don't want to do that. I want to be able to go into our own private world and all meet at the golf club and play a game of golf. Yeah. That's what I want to How do. How cool would that be? Like, That would be amazing. I understand things like diving maybe not working, but golf and tennis, there's no excuse really. That would be brilliant just to mess One around One thing with I would love to do in the future when this game comes out is get as many listeners to the podcast as we can in the same <laughs> private GTA server? All ten of them. I think we might crash it. <laughs> we have more than ten. But the thing about GTA is that everyone that listens is going to own that game. Yeah. So why not? We could have like a meet and greet and just talk to everyone. Meet and greet. Yeah. That being said, though, we're on Skype most of the time. If you want to talk to us, we're usually here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think there's much more I can say apart from the fact that I am seriously really very excited. So excited. More excited than I was for The Last of Us just because it's not the kind of game you get beside yourself with excitement about. It's just like, this is going to be brilliant and I'm going to play it and really, really like it. Mm. But like, Skyrim excited as I was saying earlier where it's like oh, I can't wait I want to do this and I want to do this and I can't wait to mess around with this and and I mean this this is like that but it has multiplayer as well which we don't know much about yet but as long as they even if they cut out all of the side stuff like tennis and golf in terms of you know not being able to seamlessly do it while you're in this world with your friends even if they just have like they did in GTA 4 which they probably will do is you have a private game, you invite your friends, turn on police or whatever, and you can just mess around in the entire uh, map just with a few friends. That's what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, why not? And I can't wait. End can't. of the show. Well, can wait. End of the show. Oh, hello. Didn't hear you come in. I'm esteemed voice actor Richard McGonagall. And what I find goes best with a glass of brandy open fireplace and my best smoking jacket and slippers is a good episode of PlayStation Radio UK. You know you want to be like me. So go on. Get listening. Oh, end of the show. End of the show. End of the show. Simon, do you want to do the um, uh, the, the boring bit there? <laughs> Again? Right. Um, <laughs> so basically, you can go to our website www.playstationradio.co.uk on there you don't have you'll to, if you don't want pardon no what on there you'll find links to our twitter 
which is PS Radio UK. We have personal Twitters as well, which you'll find easy enough if you go on our website. And should we just mention them? I don't think we've ever mentioned them before. Well, we should. And uh, also, Willie McPinch has a Twitter now. Um, at Willie McPinch. Oh dear. At Willie McPinch. Um, he's a fucking Simon shit journalist. You... He's only just got a Twitter account, and he's he's, he's a news correspondent. <laughs> He's on this social social media yeah, bandwagon. He, he, he's like just he's right on there. Trying to build a CV so he can leave Keeping up with, radio. with the cutting edge. Yeah. I heard he started a Bebo page the other day as well. <laughs> Bebo page. <laughs> Whenever he's doing it, instead of uh, sort of interviewing uh, relevant people for, for pieces that he writes, he's got a uh, Yahoo Answers page, and he just posts what he needs to know there, and people give him really, really sound advice, and he just writes about that. Yeah, why not? Works for him. Uh, if you want to find Simon on Twitter, he is... Simon Sai Thornton. And mine is the same as my PSN name, which is confused underscore dude. Yes. Um, make sure you check out our friends over at Boners Activated um, Game On Podcast. And also, Simon will hate this, but also WrestleFest, because they have been uh, playing our promo for a number of weeks, and they, they are creating a promo for us to play out as well. Right now, um, so um, don't don't tell don't tell Simon because he'll, he'll get mad. We also have an email which is fishandchips at playstationradiouk.co.uk. Place, yep. Playstationradio.co.uk. You got it. Should I say? You got it? It? Well, if you if you want to email us, the easiest thing to do is go onto our our website and click the contact us page, and that's pretty yep. much it. We have a Facebook as well. The links on our website. YouTube as well. Go check out our stuff. At yeah. least two videos a week. Uh, sometimes more. Has been more recently. Weather McPinch um, is playing. Walking Dead 400 Days and that is funny he's, he's got a, those poor people he, he showed me that he was, he was editing that today in the offices uh, the PSR UK Scottish <laughs> offices um, sure. it looks yeah. really good so excellent stay tuned for that uh, and of course 50th show next week so please send, send in any correspondence yeah. that you have any memories of the show this is very self-indulgent but any memories of the show that you might have enjoyed in particular and we might stick us? in a clip or something um, voicemails but, send, us, yeah, send us an mp3 you'll, you'll be immortalized on the 50th episode it's it's possible if you do send us those we will use them but i understand that people are hesitant to just send in their own voice yeah yeah sure um but uh yeah i think that's it and finally Simon, thanks a lot buddy finally listen to the listen to the itunes review and by that i mean send us one on i i don't know all right love you bye <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> love you bye <laughs> You've been listening to the PlayStation Radio UK podcast. To find out more, go to www.playstationradio.co.uk or follow us on Twitter at PSRadioUK. Radio UK.